We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Tamar Gady. Today, my guest has achieved work-life balance while generating $1 million a year in revenue as a sole producer. So I'm very excited to talk to her today. But first, if you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. So let's get a conversation going about your title needs. You can reach out to me on any so of my social media platforms. As I said already, this uh, guest is very special. Her name is Brianna Castillo. She's the team lead of the Haven Realty Group. And like I said, she's has dedicated a lot of her time over the last couple of years to working towards work-life balance. And I think that's a really important topic for realtors. Well, anyone in the real estate, anyone in sales. Um, actually, this could apply to even a broader audience than that. So I'm really excited to have her on the show today. Thank you, Brianna, for joining me. Thank Always good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's an honor. I am really excited about this conversation today because, and, and I've told you, I think I told you before, I've had a couple of women in business type conversations, and they've always been highly viewed. And I think that's because the topic, it just speaks to us so much, mm -hmm. right? We're grinding all the time. We're trying to balance our life, our work life with our family life. We all know in real estate, it's very demanding. Clients can be very demanding. And so you have uh, really achieved something that a lot of us want to strive for. So I'm excited to get our conversation going. And like I said, I'm, you know, I'm just one of those people that like to dive right in. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with the first question. What led you to work so diligently to achieve this burnout, like a family time? Will you tell us what made you want to make this a priority? Yeah, totally. So like the majority of aspiring young realtors, I did what most do and just worked around the clock yep. whenever my client needed me and did that for quite a few years while having children, without having family in town to help, et cetera. And yeah, I would say reached a moment of burnout, not just, not specifically burnout for myself, but in my marriage and my family. Yeah, where we hit a wall. It's like, hey, this is this is great that you're doing a ton of business, mm -hmm. but it is not more important than our family. And um, yeah, some hard conversations with my husband, for which now I am so grateful for. Didn't necessarily see all of the fruit that was to come in the midst sure. of those conversations. Sure. But man, he is he has held me accountable and really encouraged me that it's possible. And that that's what led to it is like, hey, it's it's either this or you need to give up this business that you've yeah. worked so hard for and love so much. I think that's, you know, I, I, I really commend your fa your family for being able to sit down and really talk about it honestly, because I think, mo you know, most of the time, I mean, I even think if I was in a relationship, like, how would I handle it? I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, because you don't want to feel like you're missing out on opportunities. And we'll talk about that part later. But I think it's, I think it's really cool that you're, you were able to sit down with your partner and discuss the reality of this business mm -hmm. and what it demands and how to break it apart and accommodate you and your family as well as be successful. Yeah. My faith is something that's incredibly important to me. And along with that comes raising my children and raising them to believe the same things that I believe. And I think that I have a huge responsibility in being present in their lives and real estate can pull me away. Oh yeah, for sure. So let's wait, let's set the stage for just a second. You have 
you have a husband, you have two kids, and say their ages? Four and five. Okay, so they're littles, and then your family is not here. So you don't have that external support system to help raise your kids or, you know, be a support while you're here. I do now now have my in-laws, but they were not here when my kids were itty bitty and being born and in the midst of the super craziness. So it really did have to become a priority. So I know in our previous conversations, your coaching program has been essential Mm -hmm. to you figuring this out. So let's talk about how, how that coaching program has helped you with your goals. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I can very confidently say that I would not be where I am either in the numbers that I'm producing or the work-life balance that I've been able to achieve without my coaching program. So, um, yeah, what would you like to, what well, what would okay, you like to- Well, okay, so I brought a sample today yes. of the core life test yes. and there's 20 questions on here and then you circle yes or no if this yes. is something that you do in your personal life and then at the bottom there's a scorecard and i told you yesterday i was i thought that was hilarious score number score under 9 danger <laughs> your life is out of balance and many areas are suffering make changes immediately and i have to wonder how many of us are in danger probably <laughs> <Only> the majority <laughs> it's like stop you know you have to reassess but i i like the um the emergency it it, you know, the, the urgency that it expresses yeah. um, because it is really trying to bring to your attention that things are not in line. So uh, let me read a couple and then we can talk about how this has helped you. Um, two weekends per month. I take two weekends per month off for myself and family enjoyment. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I eat dinner at least five nights a week with my family. I feel like that is just something that's completely lost on today's society. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner and I get away alone together two weekends per year, which is, I just talked to one of my clients yesterday. They're on their first trip by themselves with their kids at home. I was like, uh, why are you answering the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Stop working. Don't answer the phone. We're like, we're your friends. Okay. <laughs> so, and I exercise for at least 30 minutes twice per week. I feel like that one is probably um, probably pretty doable, but I think my point in kind of talking about some of these things is there's 20 of them. Yes. It's not just something that might be easy. There's some hard things in here too, like a couple of the other ones I mentioned. So how did you score? And when you first took the test, I'm yeah. guessing I already, I already know the answer. But <laughs> <laughs> and then how do you score today? Yeah. And how is, and let's talk about how that has helped you reprioritize your time. Yeah, great question. So when I started, I was in that failing category. Danger. For sure. <laughs> yep. Yep. And the my the most recent time I took that test, I scored 18 out of 20. So That's the, pretty awesome. Yeah. The two that I didn't, that I didn't pass on can, I, I'm working on fixing that, but it was, uh, my family has breakfast together three times a week. Well, we're out the door by 7.15 in the morning yeah. and I have four and five-year-olds. So we eat breakfast on the go in the car if, if I eat breakfast. Um, and then the other one was a date night weekly without our kids. And we're doing that once a month for sure, okay. sometimes twice a month, but not weekly at this stage. Okay. So working toward that. Okay. And so how did your coaching program help you get from score nine to the top tier score? Yeah. Great question. So this is something that I previously thought was entirely impossible. 
entirely impossible. All of the examples that I had seen of successful realtors were people that worked around the clock, 100 hours a week. And that's mm-hmm. how I started my career. I was working 80, 90 hours a week. And that was the example that was given. Yeah. And when I when we decided, hey, we want to have a family, I, I truly reconsidered my career and thought, okay. I don't think that I can do this while having kids. What year was this that in was, your real estate career? Um, so I actually, my first year in real estate was in Minnesota and I was working okay. with my cousin yeah. and then we relocated back to Dallas and I evaluated, do I want to try this out again on my own or should I just go get a corporate job? And so we didn't have kids yet and weren't ready to have kids yet, but I knew that we wanted to in the future. Mm-hmm. And the example shown was, I'm like, I just don't, I don't believe that that's possible. And, um, especially at the level that. I know I'm going to want to do it. Yeah. I am not one that's okay with part-time work or doing mediocre. it. Half. Yes, I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> if I'm in, I'm I in. am yeah. all in. Yes. So, so my the coaching program I was exposed to is called the Core Coaching. I saw as an example so many females that were realtors that had families with small children netting, not not grossing, right. but netting, taking home after taxes paid and expenses a million dollars a year. And that just rocked my world. Yeah. And how what? I need, I need to learn more of that. I want to follow them and figure out how do we break this code? I guess it is possible. I thought it was impossible. And I, now I'm being shown examples and it's totally possible. Mm-hmm. So I just um decided that I wanted to be coachable. Right, I, don't I think know that's a big deal. Yeah, I want to learn from others that are doing what I want to do. I am. I never want to think that I'm in the position where I know it all, and I'm. I already have it all figured out. As soon as you think that you've got it all figured out, I think you're in trouble. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer. <laughs> if I'm in the wrong, if I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that room, yeah. and I'm like, that's a room I want to be in. So I, I um, went in headfirst into a coaching program. I'd never been. really involved in a coaching program Mm -hmm. before. And not only was I shown this as possible, I was literally given a blueprint of how do we get here. And like you said, it takes a few years of focusing and and working on it. But now a few years later, I don't work nights and weekends. Okay. And I think one of the things that the coaching program and you have committed to is how your team is structured, which I think is a big... Um, it, it is what allows you to do this, right? 100%. And I th- and it's different than most of the realtors that I talk to that have teams. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more unique than what I hear about because usually what they do is they hire a buyer's agent or showing agent, and then or a TC's first, then the then the buyer buyer's agent showing agent, and then they grow and add more buyers agents, right? And then they may add a listing agent at some point that they want to groom to take the rainmaker's place. So this is kind of the tr- more traditional path for a team. Yes. But I also have seen a lot of examples. I've seen some really great examples of very successful team leaders. And then I've seen some that just struggle all the time, right? And it's a lot more work. I don't know. I mean, I I, I, lo- I have a big appreciation for the fact that you have a different way of doing this that is allowing you to have this work-life balance. Mm-hmm. So talk about your team structure and what they what the coaching program did to try to help you 
that showed you that blueprint, right? Yeah. For the team structure. Yeah. So I've been super intentional in not just adding buyer's agent after buyer's agent after buyer's agent. Um, like you said, super unique, completely different structure. And so what my structure looks like today is I have two full-time assistants and I'll explain more of what they each have very different roles. So I'll explain that. Plus I have a transaction coordinator. Um, bo both of my assistants are on a salary. Nobody else is on a commission. And so I have um, an executive assistant, which is truly administrative. She, her main duties are my database, my calendar, and my email. Okay. Right? So keeping up with my database, helping me love my database, writing out all the note cards that I need to send out for the week, keeping me on track with my calendar, scheduling things on my calendar, because if I'm going to get in there, start scheduling things, I'm, I mess it up. Yeah. Um, keeping me on track, making sure I'm moving from one thing to the next, and and keeping me out of my email inbox because that is we we know that's a black hole. Like, it is a black hole. Like, <laughs> so many emails every so day. So many emails. Yes. <laughs> and then um, my other assistant is a licensed assistant. And she plays two different roles for me. She is my showing specialist and also my listing coordinator. Okay. So how I explain to my clients what our relationship is, is it's really doctor-nurse. Mm -hmm. I am the doctor and she is my nurse. Mm -hmm. I will always be their main point of contact. I'm always going to be the one strategizing and the one negotiating, but she's going to come in and assist in a way that I, I couldn't provide such excellent service on my own. Um, so she's going to set up our buyer searches. She's going to show houses when I'm not available to. She's she's working nights and weekends, yeah. which allows me to not have to work yeah. all nights and weekends. She's hosting the open house. Um, and she's motivated to bring in buyers too. She gets a bonus when she brings in, okay. in her own buyers. So there's definitely motivation there. Um, and then on the listing side, she helps me with all the, the coordinating type stuff, right? Like getting contractors in and yeah. making sure that it works for the seller's calendar and photo day and she's there present for photo day, et cetera, getting it into the MLS. Um, and then of course, like hosting the open house. So well, it allows me to, to, I touched on it, but I'm able to maintain my relationship. Okay. That's where I was going to ask you. Clients. Yes. Yes. Because I think that's, you don't lose you're, you don't lose contact with your clients no. in this process and structure. Right. I'm still the go-to. I'm not passing them off to somebody else. I have somebody coming in to help and assist me, but I am still their person. And so I'm able to help a way higher number of clients than if I was doing all of those as well um, and keep them in in my lane. Mm -hmm. They know Brianna's a person. They call back to me. Right. And you're I'm, not losing referrals or repeat exactly, business that way. Exactly. I'm keeping all of that. And and so at the end of the day, it's it's a lot more profitable and also allows me to be able to to check out when I need to check out. And this isn't this would be a topic for another podcast, but I I would be interested in exploring your hiring processes yeah. because I think that's always um something that people want to know about that struggle with is hiring the right person. Yep. But that's not today's topic. Work life balance is today's topic. So kind of getting back now that we understand your team structure and what you have implemented you, we talked about accountability, right? So yes. the coaching program also provides you with accountability to make sure you stay on track, right? Very, very high level of accountability. I think the most accountable that would is that exists. I mean, like if I don't do something I say I'm going to do, I get fined for it. 
That you told me that and I was like, that's amazing. Yes. Or I've had a call mate, so like a small group of me and two other people, one of them not do what they're supposed to do. And I had to pay a fine on their behalf. So yeah, was that told, was something else too. Yeah. Because I would feel so guilty if somebody else had to pay a fine because I Exactly. So that's gonna hold you accountable yeah. and, and you're gonna get done what you said you're gonna get done. You're and not wrong. I, my personality specifically responds really well to that, to okay. high pressure. Um, high pressure, but in a good way for they're helping me stay accountable. The things that I'm saying I want, if I really want this, I'm going to find a way yeah. and I, and I need somebody to hold me accountable because I'm a, I am a typical realtor. I'll get, yeah. I'll hear Squirrel, this, that, yeah, thing, yes. like, ooh, ooh, what's this, what's that? <laughs> oh, somebody's calling. Let me answer yeah. and lose, lose focus and, and maybe not get it all done at the end of the day, but being held at high accountable at level, I get it done. That is, that is account- holding you accountable. So let's talk about, um, we're going to talk about reevaluating your goals yep. because we're going to, we're going to need to get there. But I want to, before we get there, before we do that, let's talk about the time study exercise. Mm-hmm. And how that also helps you stay on track. Now, you know, my audience, I mean, I'm, I talked to you yesterday about goals and business plans and that sort of thing. And eating that frog is kind of hard, right? Mm-hmm. And so something like this, I was like, that sounds like another frog and <laughs> you got to eat. So tell us about the time study exercise. Yeah. So time study exercise is not something that I enjoy doing. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like a frog. <laughs> but I think it produces a lot of fruit. So what that looks like is you just start out with a, a blank sheet um, at the beginning of the week that has Monday through Friday and then 15 minute intervals for each day. And as you go throughout your week, if you already have an assistant, your assistant could do this for you, which would be really great. Yeah. When, I, I, when I first did, I didn't. I was doing it myself. Um, and I write down, I look back, okay, the last 15 minutes, what was I spending my time doing? Did I get stuck scrolling Instagram or was I with a client? Was I on the phone with a client much longer than I actually needed to be, which Mm -hmm. means I had to say no to something else? At the end of the day, it helps you look and assess how many minutes in your week are productive versus unproductive, which are dollar producing activities and how much time are you spending on non-income producing activities. And that helps you evaluate not only to just be real, like realize what you're doing with your time to stay on track, but also is it time if if your budget affords it, is it time to hire somebody to take some of those non-income producing activities off of your plate? Because you as a rainmaker need to spend as much time as you can in income producing activities. You need to like I consider my my highest priorities in my job to be income any and all income producing activities and then leading and managing my team and being a good leader. So I think it is such a necessary activity and we talk about time blocking all the time and you know block, I got a time block. Yeah, you know, but what does that really mean, mm-hmm. right? What is what is um high efficiency time blocking look like? And in order for you to be able to block your time off appropriately, I think this is an essential yes first step mm-hmm. is to really assess what you're doing. Now I'll get lost on TikTok at night for an hour, but <laughs> that's my time, right? right? So it's a little bit different. But I I think that evaluating where you're spending your time is necessary to being able to achieve work-life balance, right? And 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 so I think the time study exercise is really interesting. Mm-hmm. So and it but it would take it, it'll take some work on your part, yeah. right? It's not fun, but it's worth it. I might need to sit down and do that too. <laughs> so let's talk about 
you've 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 done the initial study on your time. You figured out what you need to delegate and what are producing activities that you're going to keep, right? And you've set your goals. So you're moving down the road. Now, let, let me back up. A I have a question real quick. So this is one page of a mm -hmm. multi-page test that you take. How often do you take this? Uh, at least twice a year, more if my coach wants me to. Okay. And so that's part of reevaluating your goals. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. Okay. So you reevaluate your, you just said you reevaluate them at least twice a year, if not more. Yeah, definitely more. Definitely more. Yep. About how many times a I, year do you reassess your goals? I am constantly reevaluating my goal. Um, part of part of what I'm being held accountable to in my coaching program is a dashboard. So that dashboard is how many how many units do I need to close each month okay. to produce how much income, and then how much how much do I need to save each month, like invest. Um, and so I am constantly focused. Do I have enough for this next month? Can I fit any, any more in to make sure that I'm hitting my dashboard? Um, because I know that if I hit that dashboard, I'm going to hit my larger goal. Okay. And so I think what I used to do, which is probably what most realtors do is set that goal at the beginning of the year. Oh yeah. Like, you're done. Sounds you're great. Done. That sounds great. And now I'm done <laughs> and we'll just hope and wish and pray at the end of the year when I take a look sure. that I hit it. And if yeah. I did, awesome. And if I don't, maybe I needed a lower goal. Um, yeah. That I don't think is very effective. There's it's not. not a point in doing that. So I think it's really important to break down and know, literally, like I know to to each sing every single day, what do I need to do to make sure that I'm hitting that goal? Like I know that I my goal each day is to get two leads every single day. If I do that every single day, I'm going to have plenty of business and I'll that hit is the plenty goals of business. that I want. Yeah. I think I, I like the um, interactive or constantly updated dashboard. Yes. I think something like that is the only way you're going to be able to constantly reassess. Because if you sit down and just do a regular business plan, nobody's going to do that right. constantly. Right. Yeah. That's you have to break it down. You have to break it down, but it, but this allows you to track your progress automatically, yeah. right? And it'll tell you if you're a deficient or if there's something that you need to change. So, okay, we've got our time study done. We reevaluate our goals. Um, how and we talked about how you construct your business to set boundaries and provide support to your clients while you're off the clock. Here's a big one. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite question of the day. How did you get over the fear of missing out? Because I think that having the confidence to set a boundary, has set boundaries is a really big deal for realtors um, because they don't want to miss out on opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. So how yep. did you process and get over that fear that you were going to miss something? Great question. My best answer for that goes back to the beginning is that I was shown an example. Okay. I was shown that it is possible. And I reached a point in my business where I believed that I could now choose to work with who I want to choose to work with. I do not have to work with every single person that calls me and wants me to help them buy or sell a house. And it's not, yeah, it's just not the direction that I want to go is to be everything to everybody. And so if somebody's going to demand that I come to their home on a Sunday morning for a listing appointment, then that's not 
my ideal client. Okay. Sure. So, so that understanding and belief in myself and that there will be plenty of business in the areas that I want the business to be, but seeing the example of others doing it. I know I have a, a friend, um, her name is Hannah Price and she's in Tennessee and she has small children smaller than me and more children than me and did twice as much business working three days a week in wow. the office. Yeah. And so just That's like incredible. having real tangible examples like yeah. that to know like this is possible. And then I reached out to another agent that is ahead of me in my coaching program and just asked as I was about to hire again, I'm like, I know that you've got this down again, always wanting to be coachable. I do not know it all. So in anything that is especially something that's new that I'm going to do, I want to seek out from those that are ahead of me. And so yeah. I call them up and I'm like, hey, I just, I need some help. Can you help me break down what does your team look like? How did you arrive there? What are they doing for you, et cetera? And he told me that his his whole team doesn't work on Sundays. And I'm like, but like- The whole team? The whole team. No open houses? Nope. No I mean, for like, only for like uh, emergency type things. Like okay. an out-of-client, out-of-town client, that that is truly the only day and it's known in advance. Got it. Um, And and I, my whole team also no longer works on Sundays because of his example. And he, one of the things he told me in that conversation, which is a point I was um, working toward, is he said, hey, Brianna, um, a mentor once told me that people will expect what you tell them to expect. You, Amen. You just have to set appropriate expectations Amen. at the beginning. And so now that is something that I talk about at every initial appointment, whether it's a buyer or a seller, I let them know that. And I found that they gratefully... Are they like they're grateful for it? They want to support us in having mm -hmm. one full day off so yeah. that we can serve them better. And of course, I have to present it appropriately. I don't just say we're closed on Sundays. You we're know, <laughs> it's not that. It's yeah, all, it can't there's be a lot that. of sales, there's a lot of salesmanship <laughs> that, that goes into presenting that, but it's vital to present it. It can't be a surprise to people. Um, and I've just found a ton of support and encouragement from clients that are really grateful that we do that. Well, and I talked to you about this yesterday. I mean, I coached the other sales reps, you know, that are struggling with mm -hmm. their schedule. And I said, I have boundaries in my schedule and it's okay to have those, right? I just say I'm unavailable mm -hmm. and there's no argument with it. It's you're unavailable, mm -hmm. right? And I have to protect my time and the structure of my week in order to make sure that I'm as can produce as high, at a high level, right? Mm -hmm. But it's because I found the schedule that works for me. And letting people, if you if you present, you're not wrong. If you present it in the right way, people aren't going to. You're not going to miss an opportunity. They're no. actually going to have a little bit of respect for you. Yep. And 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 if they don't, you're not wrong. They're not the right client, yeah, and that's okay. And I have found that. Just because you don't take that opportunity, the wrong opportunity for you, if you don't, if you don't, if you, if you don't take that, you pass on it, you're keeping the door open for something better, right? And mm -hmm. something that does work for mm -hmm. you. It's easier to say that at our level of business, right? Because new realtors starting out or new sales reps starting out, they do feel this FOMO, like I've got to be all things to all people. But one of the things that I talk to the title reps about is, what are you going to, what are you doing today that you can sustain tomorrow when your business scales and reassessing when your business scales is a real thing mm -hmm. and teeing things up today that you can maintain tomorrow mm -hmm. are, is, is the, is one of the keys to success. So that part, this part of the conversation is, speaks to me, speaks volumes to me because we all have to 
have some boundaries. It's okay. Yes. It's, it's not just okay. I think it's really important. So what do you, what impact has prioritizing yourself and your family had on your business? Have you seen it? You've seen it flourish. We kind of talked about that. Yes. My, so since I started this coaching program, which kind of tells you where I was when I started it till two and a half years later, where I am today. And when I started, I was like a typical realtor where I was so stressed out. Oh my gosh. I always yeah. felt underwater. Mm-hmm. I've I never knew which balls I was dropping, but there were always balls being dropped and working around the clock and and truly did not know how I could sell anymore because I felt like I was completely at capacity. Okay, two and a half years later, my business tripled. That's incredible. Three times. That's incredible. Mm-hmm, with a 75% profit margin. Oh my gosh. Which is unheard of in our industry. Yes. And no longer working evenings and weekends. I know that my there aren't balls being dropped. Very rarely, very, very rarely is a ball dropped. We were human. So balls do get dropped, but it's so rare now. It is not a given that something somewhere is being missed. Yeah. Um, and I feel I feel totally confident in charge of my business. The change in in a environment in the real estate industry doesn't doesn't scare me because I know that I have a real business. I'm not just I didn't just get lucky. Sure, I have built a strong business, and so the feeling underwater or totally scattered is a hundred percent gone. And so I spend a lot more time with my family now and I'm a better version of me. Well, and sure. you have a lightness about you. I mean, you don't walk into a room frazzled or stressed. It's you're, you seem like a very happy person <laughs> and happy with your life. I mean, you can feel that about people. You can feel yeah. their energy when they come into a room and, and it is, it's always a very, every time I, we've been in a room together, it's been very positive energy. Mm-hmm. So I can tell this is really working for you. And I hope that today's audience is going to be able to to glean a lot of information from this. The thing I think the thing that and before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you one more question. But I I kind of think the thing that everybody really needs to understand is there is a lot of groundwork that you have to yeah. put into place before you're going to reach this. But the groundwork is worth it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, you're going to struggle to have longevity in the business if you're just doing it the other way. So last question, any advice that you would like to leave us with today? I think that it's really important to find a role model. Like like Hannah Price that I mentioned yeah. or, or others in the coaching program that I saw doing it. I think if I didn't have that, I would lose sight and very quickly not believe that this is worth doing. Because like you said, you lay groundwork and it's hard. And so I think it's Number one is to find somebody and ask them questions and learn from them. Somebody that is where you want to go, that's doing what you want to do. And so I think that is why I love being able to like share and speak about this is because I would love the opportunity to be that for somebody else, to show them, okay, it's possible. Here I am doing it. Pay it forward. Yeah, exactly. It, It fills my cup. Oh, I think that's I think that's awesome. I, look, it is doable, right? You're living proof that it is doable. Mm-hmm. And prioritizing your family, prioritizing the things that are important to you that are outside of work is possible without your business suffering. And I think that's the big thing to leave people with t- today. Yes. So yep. thanks, Brianna. 
Thank you so much. I had much a great time me. talking with you today. So that's another episode. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. If you liked my content, you're going to love my escrow team. So let's get a conversation going about your title needs, and you guys make it a great day. Thank you.